Thank you for tuning in to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer, and I am one of the elders at the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ, and I really do consider it a privilege to be able to talk to you. I've entitled today's episode as What Do I See? Back in the 1960s, there was a musical called You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. As I recall, it was a semi-hit. But it seemed to me that the person who got to play Snoopy had the best part of all. In the play, there was a song about clouds. And the idea was, what do you see when you look at the clouds? Well, poor old Charlie Brown only saw clouds. But when Linus looked up at the clouds, he saw all 12 apostles waving at me. (laughs) What a great line. Who among us hasn't, at least as children, looked up into the sky to see what we could see among the clouds. Hot summer days often remind me of times years ago spent lying on my back in the grass, just looking up at the clouds as an afternoon drifted by. I must admit I never saw all 12 apostles waving at me, but I saw dinosaurs, I saw horses, I saw dragons, I saw faces, and just a host of other things. I don't spend much time anymore looking at the clouds except to see if it's going to rain. And I'm not altogether sure that that's such a good thing. By this time, you're probably asking yourself, what does all this have to do with anything? The answer is that while I no longer lie on my back looking at the clouds to see things, I do close my eyes from time to time and in my mind's eye see things just as surely and as clearly as I did then. I've spent so much time thinking about the death of Jesus, so much time studying the physiological effects of the crucifixion, so much time in the gospel accounts of the horrifying death of our Lord, and so much time in the 22nd Psalm, that when I close my eyes, I can see a crucifixion. Please, don't misunderstand. I don't know what Jesus looked like. As a matter of fact, the closest thing we have of a physical description of the Lord is found in Isaiah 53 and verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. However, I can picture, almost clearly see, the image presented in Psalm 22 verses 13 through 18, where David wrote the following, They gapped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. I may tell all my bones, they look and stare upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. Undoubtedly, the image that I see with my mind's eye has been influenced by various representations of the crucified Christ, which I've seen over the years, but not any more than by the words the Holy Spirit has chosen to use to describe it. It can take my breath away. Do you find that happening to you? When I close my eyes, sometimes I can see hell, much of it coming from my study of the word Gehenna and the image that Jesus was using to describe such a terrible place. It was a reference to the Valley of Hinnon, the garbage dump for the city of Jerusalem and a place 
with a terrible history. So I can picture in my mind's eye a place of fire that never shall be quenched, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Mark chapter 9, 43-48 I have seen fires burning garbage and have both seen and smelled the rotting flesh of various animals and meats that constituted part of that garbage. Just picture a city that continues to produce garbage on a daily basis. Now just picture all of that garbage burning. But each day the fire does not consume what is already there, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Now just picture the fire that never goes out as being fueled by numberless souls of those who have chosen to turn their backs on Jesus. Picture the worms that feed on rotting flesh as figuratively feeding on the endless source of food the lost will be, for such will never be consumed. No Hollywood producer can present an image more frightening than the image Jesus presented with just about 20 words when translated into the English language. But when I close my eyes, I can see heaven too, even though I don't really have any idea of what it will look like. What I see is my perception of the vision that John saw in the book of Revelation. I can see the holy city, the new Jerusalem, that's 21 verse 2 of Revelation. I can picture a place of no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, a place where there won't be any more pain, that's Revelation 21 and verse 4. I can picture in my mind's eye streets of pure gold and a place of continuous light. I can see in my mind a place where there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles, neither whatsoever works abomination, that's 21 and verse 27. I can picture a place without sin. I'm so thankful to God that he gives us the ability to see things with our eyes closed. With that ability, it's easy to dread the very thought of going to each place that is described as hell. At the same time, it's easy to long to go to such a place as describes heaven. I find myself being able to picture only those things that I have actually seen or read. It helps me to understand how important it is to be careful about what I read and what I allow myself to see. Sometimes when I close my eyes, images suddenly appear unbidden, but they are things that I have seen before or about which I have read descriptions. Like a computer, it only puts out what is put in. So let's be careful that we put into our mind those things that are good and righteous and profitable.